0: Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Lahu alhamdulhasan Wa althana'u aljamil Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah Waahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna seyyidina wa nabiyyana Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa attabi'i'na lahum bi ihsanin ila yawm al Amma ba'd In ta'ala We're going to start The sharah of the kitab Al-Ajrumiya uh, Amma Al-Ajurramiya Both ways it's said Before we start the kitab I just want to mention uh, the importance of learning grammar and how important it is. The Quran is in the Arabic language. And Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala he chose the Arabic language for the Quran. And because the Quran is in the Arabic language, the Arabic language has superiority over every other language. Okay? Um Whether we agree with that, whether we like it or not, that's the haqiqah and the reality that doesn't change for anyone. The issue here right now is the Arabic language being the most virtuous of all languages means that the language of the Arabic should be a language that we all try to speak. And some of the scholars, they said that the Arabic language is the language of every Muslim. That's your language. It's your language. Whichever country you're from, your first language is the Arabic language. So here, inshallah ta'ala, we're looking at the most important one of the Arabic language. Because the Arabic languages are 12 branches. 12 branches, the Arabic language. The most important one is the Arabic grammar. Grammar is the most important. It's the most greatest one. ولذلك, the poet, he said, فَإِذَا طَلَبْتَ مِنَ الْعُلُومِ فَأَجَلُّهَا مِنْهَا مُقِيمُ if you're going to learn a science, then learn the Arabic language. It's the language that perfects your tongue. A person who's very honorable, when he doesn't speak grammatically correct in the Arabic language, he drops in the people's eyes. He becomes low. You see the person who's low, when he speaks grammatically correct, people start to respect him. Look, look, at this man's Arab. No mistakes like that. So, we need to try to give this language, uh, the Arabic language, the honor Allah wa Taala gave it. The book that we've chosen is Kitab, al ajur Ama al ajur which is a beginner book. It's the first book, to be honest, that you're taking grammar. And you may not understand it the first time that you uh, take it. It may not be clear, but repeat it so many times, inshallah, until you understand it very well. And just because the science is a bit hard, it doesn't mean that you don't go forward for it. You go on and on and on. I remember when I took a Jeremy the first time, 2002, 2003. So I was 13, 14, something like that. And I remember that there's only four people used to come, or five people. It was after Fajr. Very little. Not many people used to come. And we, we started from Ajrumiya. We finished it. Then we went to Mutamimah Al-Ajrumiya. We finished it. Then we did lamiyatul Al-Af'al, which is a sarf book. Then we finished it. Then we did Qatrul Nada wa Ballu sada by Ibn Hisham Al-Ansari. We finished it. And then we did al Malik. And we finished it. And people were Dropping. Until the last day we finished Alfia was two people left. You see? So just because something is hard, you don't give up. You carry on, you carry on, you carry on. So inshallah ta'ala, we're going to start with um, Nahu inshallah ta'ala grammar. The kitab is, uh, so we're going to start with Ajrumia, sorry. It's a basic book which everyone needs to know in order to understand the Quran and to understand the Arabic grammar. Naam.
1: Bismillahir rahman rahim Al-Kalam huwa al-Lafzhu al-Murakabu al-Mufidu
0: The author rahimahullah Al-Imam Abu Abdullah Muhammad ibn Dawood al-Sinhajiyu Al-Shahiru b'ibnu Rum or b'ibnu Ram. He started his book with saying that the Arabic speech is four types Al-Kalam The Arabic speech is four According to the grammarians they consider something to be a speech when it meets four conditions. Four conditions when it's found, it's called a kalam, a speech. And yakun al-lafzan, it has to be something that is uttered. The word al it means a صوت المشتمل على بعض الحروف على حروف الهجائية التي أولها الألف وآخرها الياء. The word Lafz means a Okay? Lafdu means a sound. It means the sound a person makes. Well, the Arabs, they say, lafada Muhammadun An-Nawata. Logatan Arabs, they say, Lafada Muhammadun An-Nawata. What does it mean, lafada Muhammadun An-Nawata? A rama. When you throw something. Originally, the word lafz means to throw something. It's to toss something. That's what it means. Atartu tartu rami it is to throw something and toss something. Like in according to the grammarians, when they use the word laft, they mean. It's basically pronouncing the alphabets. Starts with alif and it finishes with ya. So the first condition for the grammarians to say this is a kalam is that you say it. So according to them, وَخَرَجَ بِقَوْلِنَا What leaves this is مَا kutiba أَوْ ushira. That which is written or that which has been signed they don't consider that to be speech because it doesn't it's not pronounced That's why in the salah if a person doesn't talk but he does gestures it doesn't break his salah then no it's not speech are we all together hasn't uttered it are we all together So I can say to you which is be quiet and it probably is even more deeper than just be quiet I did this to you it doesn't just mean be quiet but it's also in a condescending disrespectful manner right that maybe be quiet doesn't have like in one is speech according to the grammarians and the other one is not so they don't look at the fact that they both fulfill the same goal they don't look at that they only look at Pronunciation. The second condition is ayakuna murakaben. Ayakuna murakaben means it has to be compounded. Ayakuna murakaben means it's compounded. Compounded means, for example, if you say Khalid, so I pronounced it, which it means it meets the first condition, but it doesn't meet the second condition because it's only one word. I just said Khalid. So to make it a speech, you have to say Ja'a. Khalid Khalid came now it's compounded it's two words Ja'a and Khalid ولذلك the word مركب is ما تركب من كلمتين, فأكثر. ما تركب من كلمتين فأكثر. it is when it's two words or more two two words or more some of the scholars they say here stop what about قم? they said this is a kalam but it's only one word stand. But it's only one word. How? It does it doesn't meet the second condition, which is muraqab. you're saying that it's a speech, it's a kalam. How does it work like that? They say that the um the word is a compounded word, it is Qum anta, you stand, and the anta is mustatir, it's hidden. Okay, so it isn't two words or more. So the compounded is two types. Are we all together? The compounded is that which is visible, it can be seen, and that which is muqaddar, which is hidden, you can't see. So it's explicit or implicit. Huh? The type of muraka. Uh, muraka means compounded. The third condition for it to be a speech is an yakuna mufidan. It has to benefit. An yakuna mufidan. What do they mean it has to be mufid? Ma afada wa the person who's listening, you've given him uh, a complete sentence. That's what it means. So, for example, if I say in ja Zaid, if Zaid comes and I go quiet, it's not a kalam because the person is still going to look at you and say, if Zaid comes, what? Does that make sense? So in ja if Zaid comes, it's not a kalam. Why is it not a kalam? Because it is not <laughs> The person who's listening Is still longing for the, for, for the point He's like Are we all together? So it has to be It has to benefit or something well, The benefit here brothers it, Even if it's something that you already know It's still considered a benefit They're not talking about Something you didn't know of like, for example, if someone says to you, As Sama'u the sky is above us, you're like, I know that. According to the grammarians, it is Mufid. Because it's a complete sentence. The Mufid that they're referring to is that it's a complete sentence. That's what it means. The fourth condition and last one is Al wadah. Uh, and Al Wadh, it means Al Isqat, when something drops. So that's why the Arabs, they say, Waq Wadha'ati Dainu an وضع. وضع means what? saqata when something drops from you. So the debt came off so and so. That's what they say. But what does it mean uh, here? The word وضع. هو اللفظ المفيد بالوضع. What does he mean وضع here? There's two interpretations that the grammarians scholars have given. Some scholars they said وضع means ما قصده المتكلم. It is whatever the person said intended it. In other words, if someone is sleeping, and he says, um, I want food, and he's sleeping. Uh, and he said, this is not wada' because he didn't intend to say that. He didn't intend it, because he's mumbling. That's not. That's one view. The second view that the word wada' here means is, um, العربي, that the person is speaking in the Arabic language that the wadah here means that it's said in Arabic. So according to the Arab grammarians, they don't consider okay, any other language to be a kalam according to grammarians. They don't consider it to be a kalam. So English is not a kalam to them. Um, French is not a kalam to them. German is not a kalam to them. Are we all together? Kalam is only ما bil uh, bil Arabi that which is that which is written in the Arabic language I'm a said in the Arabic language okay
1: no. the author he says that
0: the kalam is divided into three Ibn right? is saying that the kalam so we just took right now, what makes a kalam? Just brothers, as, benefits, as a benefit, kalam is a synonym for jumlah. Are we all together? Jumlah and kalam are a synonym. The, one, the kalam that we just took right now is like a jumlah, sentence. Are we all together? Sentence. Now the question here is, وَأَقَسَامُهُ That what was connected to, the kalam that was just mentioned. wa aqsamu Its types. Whose types? The types of kalam. This is where some scholars say that's incorrect. Because the ism and a fi'il and a harf is the types of not a kalam. Because kalam is a sentence. the whole sentence. It's, it's three types for kalima, a word. Not a sentence. Are we all together? It's a word that you divide into three. Not a sentence. Because some, sometimes a sentence can be two nouns. Or it can be two, uh, or it can be a noun and a verb. Are we all together? So what he means here was أقسامه ثلاثةٌ. أَيْ he doesn't mean it, but it's a mistake that he did. I'm a Muslim scholar, as I said, it's a beginner book, so he doesn't have to go into all the difference, like Ibn Malik does. Ibn Malik says كلامنا لفظ مفيد كستقيم وسمو فعل ثم حرف من الكلم واحده كلمة والقول Ibn Malik distinguishes between kalam, kalimatun, and qawlun and even kalimun. For, but we won't we won't do that because we're not studying al ibn Malik. Allah kulli hal, what's divided into these three is a kalima, not a kalam. A kalima is divided into how many? In the Arabic language, no Arab man speaks. I mean, no ayah in the Quran. No hadith, it's either a ism, fi'il, or a harf. That's it. Any speech that is spoken by an Arab, any hadith you come across, any ayah in the Quran, it's either is or or harf. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? And this, brothers, this, which is that the kalima is divided into three is a issue of the grammarians all of whom came centuries decades they found that this is all it is. the bare minimum that is Arabic speech is either an ism or a fi'il or a harf and from the ism comes different types from the fi'il comes different types of fi'il and from the nouns, uh, from the harf comes different types. Are we all together? Like in they all go back to one of these three. Now a question. Will there ever come somebody and say, where is in the Quran that is something? Where in the Quran do we find ismun wa wa These three categorization. what's your delil for it? It's the same way that a person doesn't have rights to say at tawhid al rububiyyah al al-asma wa the categorization of Tawheed. It's the same concept, which is tatabu' here and is tatabu' The tatabu' of the ulama is استقرأتهم. Bring an example of something you believe that they did wrong in or their categorization. Are we all together? Am I making sense? That's Wa aqsamu wa al is three types. ismun wa fi'lun wa harfun jaa Now what I'm going to do, brothers, is I'm going to first of all define what a noun is. So you, before, we have, we have to know this. I'm going to define for you what a noun is, number one. And the definition that I give for a noun is going to be وصطلحة, Technically and def, uh, linguistically and technically. That's the first thing I'm going to do for a noun. The second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the types of noun there are, which is number two. And the third thing I'm going to do, inshallah, is I'm going to give you the alamat of a noun. The signs of a noun. How to identify a noun and know it. Am I making sense? Then I'm going to go to the verb. Then I'm going to define the the verb, I'm going to give the definition of a verb. Linguistically and technically, that's one. Second thing I'm going to do for the verb is I'm going to give you the types of verb there are. And the third thing I'm going to do for the verb is I'm going to give you the signs to identify what is a verb. Then I'm going to move on to the harf. I'm going to define a harf for you. Linguistically and technically, that's one. The second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to divide or mention the types of huruf there are, verbs. Sorry, uh, sorry, particles. The word harf is a particle. And the third thing I'm going to do for the harf is I'm going to mention for you the alamat and the way to identify a, a, a harf. So the same thing for each and every one of them if you do that for an ism you can define it you know its types and you know its sign and you do the same for a verb and the same for a harf you have truly understood a good level to go into the book later inshallah let's start with the first one which is what is the ism what is the ism in the Arabic language before the grammarians they gave it a definition. The grammarians before they gave it a definition, what was it to the Arabs before that? The word isim to the Arabs is "madal ala musamma. It is something that shows you and indicates for you a datul mushakhasa a individual. It's some a name is something that shows your person. That's what it means. So in other words, in other words, a "ism, an "ism, to the Arabs before was a name. It's, like in the grammarians, it's not a name to them. It's more than just a name. It's a noun. Okay? It's a noun. Okay, what, is, what does the word um, "ism" mean to the grammarians? How do they define it? They said It's a word That has a meaning In and within itself What does that mean? It means The name Muhammad Means The one who's praised a lot So there's a meaning in it And the name Ahmed Is the one that praises a lot So Ahmed and Muhammad Are two names With two different meanings Muhammad is the one that the people praise a lot. The people praise him a lot. And Ahmed is what? He's the one who praises Allah a lot. Do you not see the meaning in it? The second thing a noun is, according to grammarians, is. And it doesn't indicate time. It does not show time. So it has a meaning in and within itself, but it doesn't show time. It doesn't show past present or future so the name Muhammad doesn't show you the past doesn't show you the present nor does it show you the future Ahmed doesn't show you the past the present or the future does that make sense have we defined what an ism is have we defined what an ism is we finished what an ism is we've defined meaning we've defined the first thing I promised I was gonna do for the noun ism is what define it for you I've done that now I'm gonna move on to the second thing I'm gonna do for the noun which is what Aqasamul ismi The types of nouns there are In the Arabic language The ism is divided into three The ism according to the grammarians Is divided into three The first one is ism which is mudhar it Ism which is mudhar. mudhar what does it mean? Mudhar, In English, it is a proper noun. It's whatever has a meaning in and with itself and that meaning is apparent from it. Its meaning is apparent from it. Like for example, a proper name. A proper noun such as Muhammad, Ahmed, Khalid, Zaid, Al-Shamsu, Al-Qamar. All of these are asma' mudhara. They are what? Asma' which are mudhara. The second type is mudmar. Mudmar. Mudmar is what they call in English a pronoun. So now what you see is what? A noun and a pronoun in the English language are two separate things. Lakin in the Arabic language, a pronoun falls under the noun. Okay? The mudmar is And the qarina is one of three. Al-mutakallim, mukhatab and al-ghaib. It's the three types of pronouns. Which we'll come to soon, inshallah ta'ala. It's three types of pronouns. How many types of pronoun are there? Dhama'ir? Three. The first one is Al-Mutakallim, the one who is speaking, which is Ana and Nahnu. One. And then there's the Mukhatab, which is Anta, Anti, Antuma, Antum, Antunna. And then there's the Ghaib, which is Hua, Hiya, Huma, Hum, Hunna. Twelve. Five here, five here, and two there. Twelve. Those twelve are called Dhama'ir pronoun, which we'll come to, don't worry. The third type of noun is mu'bham. It's a what? It's a mu'bham. Mu'bham is two things. Just two things. Asma' ishara and asma' al mawsoola Asma' ishara are hadha and whatever comes from that. And al-asma' al mawsoola are الذي, and التي, and whatever comes from that. Am I making sense? Those are ambiguous, vague nouns. Why are they? Because a is shared by any male. And a is for any, uh, any, um, uh, any female. So it's not particularly for a particular individual. That's what's called mubham. Those are the three types of noun. Are we all together? Now what you want from me is the signs of a noun. What do you want from me? The signs of a noun. And once I give you that, I, we finished what a noun is. The signs of a noun The signs of a noun are two types. The signs of the noun are two types. أوليه, that which enters to, at the beginning of a noun. It's a sign that enters at the beginning of the noun. Okay? Meaning they are sound, sa- signs that go before the noun. Or at the beginning of the noun. And they are واللام, The entering of alif and lam. That's a alama qabliya. An alama that goes at the beginning of the noun. And the second one is khafdi al Khafdi, which we will see what they are. Min, ila, rubba, ba, kaf. All of these they go before the noun. Rubba. Min Ila An Fi. Whatever, whenever you see fi, whatever comes after is a noun. Always remember that. Ilah, whenever you see whatever comes after is a noun. Min, whatever comes after is a noun. These are signs that go before the noun. These two. The second type of alama is the signs that go at the ending of the noun. They what? They go at the ending of the noun. And there are two signs. Khafd khafd and tanween tanween Okay? And then the Tanween is divided into four. Tanween al-Tankir, Tanween al-Tamkeen, Tanween al-Iwad and Tanween al-Muqabala. But it's ten and these, are the most, these four are the most famous ones. But you don't need it in this book right now. The alamat, the signs that go after the noun are two types. khaft, and some of the scholars they call it Jar. There's a dispute between the Kufiyin and the Basriyin. The second alama that goes after the noun is what? Tenween. Are we all together? And the ta'rif of tanween we're going to see soon, insha'Allah, what it is. It is That's the definition of tanween. We'll come to that soon, insha'Allah. Now, alhamdulillah, We've now finished isim. We're now going to move on to the fi'l. And we'll do the same thing for the fi'l. What are we going to do for the fi'l? Define it, number one. Mention its types. And then the third thing we're going to do is we're going to mention its signs. The fi'l is a what? The word al-fi'l arab it means al-hadath, an event. Hadath, event. Fi'l is an event. Like according to the grammarians, nuhat, the grammarians and the Nahuiyin, it's. It is something that shows a meaning in and within itself. So, you can say it both ways. It is whatever shows a meaning in and within itself. And then a verb, daraba and dhahika, have two different meanings. Daraba means to hit, and dhahika means to laugh. They both have two different meanings. And then a verb has a meaning in and within itself. So that means a noun and a verb, from that perspective, they're both the same. A noun has a meaning in and within itself, and so does a verb. Where is the difference? The difference is the second thing, which is a noun does not show time. And it doesn't indicate time, whereas a verb shows time. It either shows the past, or the present, or the future. Does that make sense? That's what you would say. A verb is something that shows a, a tense. It's either a past tense, present, or future. Am I making sense here? It is ala في نفسها. It is what has a meaning in and within itself. And it is whatever shows and indicates one of the three tenses. Past, present, or Future. We're going to come to that, inshallah. How many types of verb are there? The verb is divided into three Maadin, which is a past tense. Maadin, past tense. Mudari', which is a present tense. Which is yadhabu. And a future tense which is Idhab. Idhab is Istiqbal because when you're commanded, you do it in the future. Even though it's called a Amar, it has Ma'na al Istiqbal in there. Are we all together? So the verb is divided into three past, which is Ma'din. مضارعين. مُضَارِعٍ mudari' means present and amar, which is هُوَ مَا دَلَّ عَلَى حَدَّثٍ في المستقبل. The أمر, it shows an event that's going to take place in the future okay like idhab. what is the sign of the verb and then الْفِعْلِ the signs of the verb the signs of the verb are Two types. They are what? Two alamat. Alamat, which are called alamat mushtaraka. Alamat, which is mushtarak. Alamat, which are? Alamat, which are mushtarak. Mushtarak means shared. Who is it shared by? It's shared by the past verb and the present verb. Both of them use it. They both share this alama. And that is qad. The word qad. Okay. Is a sign. The word qad. Qaf and dal. Okay. It's a sign for what? The past and the present. Whatever comes after qad is never a noun. It's always a verb. What type of verb is it? It's either a past tense or present tense. The second type of alamatul fi'li is muhtasa, specific. Each verb has a specific alama from the three. The first one was shed, shed by past and present. The second one is specific, for each verb has their own alama, something unique for each one to be identified. Like the mudari'. It takes two alamas that it's known for. Seen and sofa. If you see seen, whatever comes after it is a fi'l mudari'a. It's a present tense. Or sofa. Whatever comes after it is always a what? A present verb. The Ma'vi, it takes also two alamat. Two signs. Ta'at is sakinah. The ta that has the sukun on it. The ta, the feminine ta that has the sukun on it. Like the word qalat. Qalat. We see that ta at the ending that has a sukun on it. We know that that is a past tense verb. Are we all together? Also taul fa'ilain. Taul fa'il. Taul fa'il also enters the present, oh sorry, the past verb. Which is qala ta. qala? ta. We know that the word qala is a ma'dhi. It's a past tense. Because ta for two people is in there. Are we all together? The amr, which is the third type of verb, it has its unique, all these are unique for each one. It's al amr. Al amr has two signs which have to be in the amar simultaneously. Meaning it has to be in the amar straight away. Both of them at the same time. And that is It has to show a request. The amar has to show a request. And it also has to be able to accept if I want to turn it into a feminine. So Qum. How do I know it's a verb? Two ways. Qum. Does it show a request? It does. I'm telling you stand up. It's a request. I'm requesting you to do something. So it has that in there. And I can also put in there a Ya'am wa mukhataba So I can say قُومي. Yes, accept it. Are you with me brothers? in what, what about the word? Sah. Be silent. Sah. Does it show a request? Yeah, it does. So, it ala talab But can I say sahi? No. The word sah, I can't add And Then this is not called a fi'l amr. What is it called? It's called ismu fi'l amr. Something else. Okay, it's got nothing to do with what we're talking about here. Now I'm going to go into the last one, which is harf. I'm gonna define what the harf is. I'm gonna mention its types and I'm gonna mention its signs. What is a harf? The, way, the harf is um, a taraf. It's the edge. The edge is called a harf. That's why Allah said in the Quran harf. وإن أصابته فتنت قلب على وَجِهِ خسر الدنيا والآخرة خسر خسر بمعنى this person is worshiping Allah تبارك وتعالى what ومن الناس من يعبد الله على حرف أي على طرف he's worshiping Allah on the edge on the corner on the side فإن أصاب if he is given خير if خير is brought his way إطمأن he's good. الحمد لله Allah is taking care of me and if he's afflicted with a calamity, he turns on his heel. So he's on the edge. If the disbelievers are good and they are the world is in their hands, he's with them. And if the believers are the ones who Allah is taking care of and in their, the world is in their hand, he's with the believers. He's always he's always on the edge. So the word Allah used here is وَمِنَ النَّاسِ اللَّهَ عَلَى... عَلَى حَرْفٍ so the word harf in the Arabic language it means a taraf, edge. But what does it mean according to the grammarians? What do the nuhat mean the word harf when they took that word and they used it? They mean it's a word. A harf is that which does not have a meaning in and within itself. It doesn't its meaning is not out there unless it's put into a context unless you put it into a sentence you won't know what it means so for example the word fee the word fee what does it mean yeah the word fee what does it mean yeah in yeah it means in. What about when Allah says "Qul siru fil ardi"? Qul siru walk, fil ardi in the earth. Huh? What do you say? Huh? You see, the word is huruf. Their meaning, there's no meaning it has in and within itself. Its meaning becomes apparent when it be, gets put in a sentence. قُلْ سيروا في أي على الارضي, you say on the earth so the word فيه became عَلَى are we all together does that make sense so the word these حُروف they have no meaning in and within themselves like in their meanings become apparent when they are put in a sentence and that makes it clear okay this is now what it means and it doesn't show time it shows no time whatsoever. The Huruf, they don't show time. Now we've defined what a harf is. Did we not? <laughs> did, we, did we define what a harf is? Yes, we did. Now we have to mention the types of harf there are. The harf are three types. The Huruf are three types. Huruf which are mushtarakun al asma'i Huruf which enter into the noun and the verb. These huruf, they enter on verbs and they also enter onto what? Nouns. They're shared by the verbs, uh, sorry, the nouns and they're also shared by verbs. So you see this harf and after can either be a noun or it can either be a a verb. Like the word hal. The word hal is a harf. But it's a harf which is mushtarak. What can come after hal can either be a noun and it can also be a what? It can also be a verb. It doesn't matter. It enters onto both. Okay. Does that make sense? Good. The second type is, muqtasum Bil Asma. It's unique for only nouns. These huruf, when you see them, whatever comes after it is always a noun. And you're going to see them now, inshaAllah ta'ala. They're known as Huruful Khafdi. Huruful Khafdi. Huruful Khafdi, the Huruf that are known as Huruful Khafdi, whatever comes after it is always a noun. Like, min, ila, fi, an. And the author mentions it in the book. If you look at it, you'll find it. Okay? The third one is mukhtassib bil Afa'al. it's specific only for verbs these alamat only enter onto verbs and these are two Adawatul nasbi and adawatul jazmi Adawatul nasb and adawatul jazmi they only enter, they only enter onto verbs lan and lam they all enter the word lam lan kay la these are all which are only unique for verbs which we're going to see inshallah ta'ala Alhamdulillah what we've done is we've taken what? we've taken the definition of a harf and Alhamdulillah we've mentioned the types of huruf there are now we just have to mention the last part for the harf which is what? the alamat of a harf What's the signs to know what a harf is? The author rahimahullah, he mentions it Wal Harfu Malayasul Humahu Delilul Ismiwala Delilul And that's where Hariri says in his maqamat Wal alama A harf, it doesn't have the alamat of the nouns and the alamat of the verbs. Whatever's left is what is the alamat of a harf. Okay? So you just have to learn the alamat, the signs of a noun. And then you have to learn the signs of a verb. And whatever's left is a, signs, it's a sign from the signs of a, of a particle. That's what the grammarians say.
1: Are we all together? No. are the water The author here.
0: Is now going into the alamatul ismi, the signs of the noun. I already told you the signs of the noun. صح? How many types are they? Two types. The signs of the noun, right? I did. I told you the two types. أوله, that which enters at the beginning of the noun, and from them is what? Alif al-lam or Huruf al-khafdi. And what are Huruf al-khafdi? The author mentions it. and those are huruful They all enter into what? The beginning of the verb. Sorry, the beginning of the noun, the ism. And the second one is which are at the ending of it. And they are Al Khafdi. means what? You you will never see a kasra on a what? on a verb huh? you will never see kasra at the ending of a verb the ending of the word. if you see a kasra at the bottom what do you know? yeah? it's a listen <coughs> for example dahab to ilal masjidi ilal masjidi is what? How do you know Al masjid is an ism? Yeah. Yeah. Three alamat. Three signs. Who can get it? al masjid Ilah. Which is Huruf al Khafdi. That's one. Huruf al Khafdi is here. Alif al that's in it. Al Masjid. Good. Third one is the Qasra that's in there. Yeah? Those three are alamat al Ismi. You recognize it. They don't all have to be in there. Only one can be in there and it's enough. And the last one is Tanwin. Tanwin is what? And in un, huh? When you learn in Madrasa, fathatin, and what? Dhammatin, That's Tanwin, right? So that's what the author now is mentioning: Alamatul ismi, the signs of an Islam. He mentioned something I want to mention, which is the huruf that also when they go before the noun they make it a kasra like wow and ba and ta which are known as huruf al-qasam and it's the ones Allah used for the Quran when he speaks and he swears by something when he said wal-asr the word wal-asri or wal-asra or wal-asru who knows which one it is don't don't, don't say it just put your hand up you know it is it wal-asra asri or asru hey you were just stretching ha huh. <laughs> okay no problem is it wal asri ama wal asra ama wal asru wal asri ha who thinks haye wal asri haye wal asri one of my shaykh said a person has not memorized the quran if he can't Read the last harak alama of ayah. So if you, so if we did that to so many people today, they wouldn't be able to read Surah Al-Fatiha. Is it Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen? Alamina or Alameenu? Al-Fatiha. So first, ayah in Surah Al-Fatiha, right? Is it, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alamina Alameen Alameenu? Are you a hafid if you don't know the last harakah of an ayah? Yeah? It's tricky, right? Is it Ihdina Siratal al Mustaqeem? Ihdina siratal al Mustaqeemu? Sirat al Mustaqeemu? Sirat al Mustaqeemu? Sirat al What is it? Some of you guys are quiet. Yeah. This is the benefit of grammar. A person who studied grammar will not suffer in that perspective because they know that last haraka of alama, even if they didn't memorize the ayah. Are you making sense? So what is it? Um, wal asri. How, why? How do you guys know it's wal asri? Because the wow. The wow makes that word a... A kasana. we will stop there inshaAllah ta'ala for the salah subhanakallah wa bihamdiki ashadu la ilaha illallah Astaghfiruka wa Um so we were speaking about the alamatul ismi the signs of the noun and we mentioned the wow and the ba and the ta we said that the wow is it's when, you, when you're swearing so you say wallahi and the ba is billahi and the ta is all three of them when they enter the noun they make it a what? a kasra but are they all the same? all three of them are qasam. it's an oath but are they all the same? no write this down the waw only enters an apparent noun وَلَا يُذْكَرْ مَعَهَا فِعْلُ الْقَسَمِ And you don't mention the word qasam uh, uh, with it. So you can't say أُقْسِمُ وَاللَّهُ You can't say that. It's wrong. Grammatically it's wrong. You don't bring the verb القَسَم when you say the waw because the waw is sufficient. And it only enters an apparent noun. So you can't say أُقْسِمُ Waka. meaning The kath meaning you which is dhamir. Is incorrect. It can only enter a apparent na- a noun. So, for example, you say wa shamsi. shamsi. is a apparent noun. Wal asri. Wallahi. All of them are apparent nouns. The ba, on the other hand, it, it the ba enters an apparent noun and a pronoun. Okay, and the verb ukusimu is mentioned with it. It enters a pronoun and an apparent noun, and the verb is mentioned with it. So you say Uqusimu Uqusimu bihi. The ha is a dhamir. You can say that no problem. It entered onto Allah, which is a pr- apparent noun, which is a, is in vahir, lafzul and it also entered a pronoun, which is "ukusimu bihi." He is a ha. It's a pronoun. The ta. This ta' only enters Allah. Only. The ta' is only used for Allah. And the fi'il uqusimu cannot be mentioned. And he only enters Lafdul jalala. Allah. So you can't even say tarrahman. I can't even say that. They only tallahi. It only enters Allah. Bis, the ta'. Okay. Tallahi. And you can't say simu tallahi. You can't say that. No. Uh, let's leave the questions to the end we need to finish the book today and tomorrow, inshallah.
1: Uh, are yeah. The
0: author goes into Alamatul fi'li the signs of the verb which we mentioned already there are two types Mushtarak which are shared which is the qat. The Qadis shared by the Mahdi and the mudari' The sin and sofa and ta'at ta'aniti sakina." We said that these are Mukhtas, specific. Sin and sofa enter the mudari' and the ta'at ta'aniti sakina enters the ma'vi. The author didn't mention amr. I gave it to you as a bonus, which is the alama and the sign of a amar. Fail amar. The future tense is um the entering of Ya'al Mu'natul mukhataba it will accept it and it also indicates and it shows uh, a request. ala wa ya Wal This is what
1: I mentioned
0: to you, uh, على, a harf has no alama A harf doesn't have a Alama and I mentioned to you the statement of Al Hariri, well, Harfumalis, Alama, Fakis Alama, Akulu, Takun Alam, Alam.
1: Babul Irab. El Arab, who were Tahir, our Hiril Kelim, Lichtila, Fila, Milit, the relative, Aliha, loved one out of Adira.
0: Now, we finished one chapter. The first chapter is finished. The first chapter of the book, we did. What did we take in the first chapter? In the first chapter, we took the following. We took what kalam means. Write this down. In the first chapter, we took what kalam means. What is kalam? That's what we took. That the kalam is when four things are found. We took that. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Then what we did is, we said... The Arabic word is divided into three. Second point. We divided the Arabic word into how many? Into three. Isim, fi'il, and harf. A noun, a verb, and a particle. The third thing that we did, the third thing that we did was we defined what a isim is, what its types are. And its signs We did the same for the verb We defined the verb We mentioned its types And the signs of the verb We did the same for the harf We defined the harf We mentioned its types And we also mentioned its signs That's the third point, right? Those are the three things we did in the previous chapter I repeat again: We first of all defined what a kalam is. The second thing we did is we talked about the three types of a word, kalimah. and the third thing that we did was we explained a isib and a fi'il and a harf in great details. Sah? Crystal clear? Three points. Now you're moving on to another chapter. This is a new chapter. This chapter that you're moving on to is called Irab. What's it called? It's called Irab. What does Irab mean? Irab means grammatical analysis. Write that down. Gra- gra- grammatical analysis. This is a second chapter, brothers. i'rab means when you grammatically, grammatically analyze a word. We're going to now focus on each word. Okay? That's what i'rab is. Okay. Do you all know what i'rab means? What's i'rab It is to grammatically analyze a word. You observe a word. You scrutinize the word. You look at it. You, you weigh it. You scale it. We're going to go into more details of what it means because the tarif that the author gave but I want you to remember something please remember this if you drop here now you're dropped you can't pick you up and try to bring you into the bus because the bus is going fast brothers okay keep up with this each chapter is connected to the previous chapter okay how many types did we divide the issue into? How many types of isim did we say there were? Just put your fingers up. How many types of isim are there? Three. Okay, sah? Does everyone have three? What was the first one? Mudhar. Mudhar meant what? Proper noun. The second type was what? Mudmar, which is a pronoun. And the third one was what? Mubham, which is a vague, ambiguous noun. Correct? Vague, ambiguous noun. Are we all together? That's the three types of a what? Ism. Mudhar, mudmar, mubham. Can we start using the Arabic now and abandon the English? We can right now, sir. So, if I keep saying to you "mudhar mudhar," you'll know what it means, huh? If I say "mudmar," you'll know what I mean. If I say "mub ham," you'll know what I mean, right? Sah? Pay attention here, please. The mudhar. I repeat again, second time. The mudhar. I repeat a third time. The mudhar. Should I repeat a fourth time? Is the only one from the nouns that walk with us to the chapter of Irab. The mudmar by, it doesn't come, we've abandoned it in the whole chapter of Irab. Has nothing to do with it. La mudhar wala mubham. The only one that moves into the chapter of Irab is who? The first type of the noun, which is mud- mudhar. The mudhar was what the apparent, apparent the noun. Am I making sense, brothers? Yes or no? Are you all with me? I'm going to repeat again. No problem. I said that the noun is three types. The first one is a mudhar, apparent noun. The second one is mudmar. A pronoun. Mubham, an ambiguous noun. Okay? The mudhar comes into the chapter of the Arab, the second chapter. It comes in. The mudmar, which is three types. The mudmar, the pronoun in the Arabic language is three. We're going to see that at the ending of the book. It's al-mutakallim, al-mukhatab, and al-ghaib. Mutakallim is what? The one who's talking. أنا and Nahnu. The mutakallim is what? أنت أنت أنتما and Tuna. That's the مخاطب. Second type. The third type is Hiya. هو هما هم Those are three types. Those have nothing to do with Arab. They don't come into the second chapter. Are we all together? Meaning these when we don't grammatically analyze a dhamir. Al dhamir does not go under grammatical analyzation. It doesn't. Does that make sense? The mubham. What did I say the mubham was? Two things. Ismu ishara. Ismu ishara is what? Hada hadihi. And whatever comes from that. Haulai, and all of that. They don't, they don't get. And al And al and, and, and whatever they gave birth to. Al-ladhani. Alladhi. All of those are, asma, they are ism, which is mubham. They don't come into irab The only thing that comes into irab is what? From the noun. Which one is it? Huh? Mudhar. Does everyone understand that? Muzhar has six children. Write that down. Muzhar has six children, six kids. Six children. It gave birth to six or if you don't want to write it like that just say the mudhar has six types some people don't like to write it like that so the mudhar six (coughs) The, the, the mudhar six comes from it pay attention to that what is it? isim mufrad singular noun isim isim mufrad it's a Mufrad, it, right? That's one. Muthanna Muthanna Mim Tha Noon Alif Maksura Muthanna Three Jamma G Meme Ain Jamma Mudakar salim Jamma Mudakar Asalim Jamma Mudakkar Asalim. So we have the first one is Isim Mufrad. Are we all together? Isim Mufarad? Isim Mufrad. Second one is what? Muthanna. The third one is Jam Mudakar a salim Muthanna. The third one is Jam Mudakar a salim. Four is Jamma Muannath a salim. Jamma. Muannath a salim Jamma Muannath a salim Jamma Muannath a salim 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 Number five, right? Jamma Number five Jamma Jamma Jammahma At Taksir. Jammah. At Taksir. How many how many are we, we on right now? I mentioned five, right? Jama Taksir is nice five. Last, the sixth one is <laughs> Asmaul Hamsa. Asma'u Al أسماء Esma وهي أبوك Wahia, Abuka, وذو أبوك Wadu, Abuka, وذو Wafuka, Wadu, وذو؟ No, we don't want money. We don't want money. We don't like money. What do we say, وذو? وذو My sheikh used to say that. The scholars they mentioned in their books were du Malin, and he' always the change changes, man. We have to nurture the people upon what? We'll see that later, what, why this joke is funny, okay? Those are the six children of who isim Mudhar. Those are the six those are the six we're going to do i'raab of those six is what you do i'raab of okay what was the second thing that we spoke about the kalima so isim we finished right what about the af'al which ones of the af- af'al af'al how many types how many verbs were there three types verbs madhi past tense mudari present tense amr future or a command. It's a future like so ma'na. Yeah? Which of those do we do i'rab of? From the three? If we have fi'l ma'di, fi'l mudari', fi'l amar, do they all get i'rab of? Or just one of them, or two of them? only one of them? And that is the fi'l mudari'. Fi'l Mudari' is the only one that goes to the chapter of I'rab with us. Okay? That's it. The Fi'l Mudari'. And the Fi'l Mudari' has two, two children. How many? How many? Two children. The first one is, the first child of Fi'ul Mudari is al Mudari Al Ledi Lamy Tasil bi ahirihi shait. Can you write all of that quickly? Al al Mudari. The first child that it has is Aledi Lamiyatasil bi ahirihi shay. Aledi Lamya Tasil Tasil Bi Ahirihi Shay. Am I making sense? And the second one is And the strongest, it shouldn't be it should not be called it should be called, and it's better to call it Amfilatul Khamsa. And not Af'alul But we will leave it the way it is in the book right now. So we say Khamsa. That's the second child. That فعل المضارع gave birth to the first one is huh? We're going to explain each and every one of those that we mentioned, and the second one is. Huh? What is it? That's good. From the verb only فعل المضارع is being grammatically analyzed and it has two children Am I making sense? What about the harf? Do you do i'raab of the Huruf? None of them and the whole of Huruf, none of them come to the chapter of Irab. and then we do not grammatically look at or grammatically analyze the what? huruf. Huruf don't go under Irab. Am I making sense? How many do we have that we do Arab of? The six children came. Who came from who? Isim Mudhar, and two that came from where? How many are they together? Six plus two is how much? Yeah. Six plus two is eight, right? Those eight are all we do irab of. If you have ever hear the grammarian saying, "Where do, do irab of this for me, do irab of that, the only thing you do irab of is those eight. Now do me a favor, all of you. Write those eight, each one on one page. So write the first one and write it down as I, as I mentioned it to you. Okay, do this for me. Right, isim mufrad. On a page by itself, in the sense we're going to go through what a isim mufrad is. Okay. Okay, when you, on the top of the page, what do you write? Halfway in the page, halfway. In the middle of the page, half. Write, Jam'u At-Takseer. Half of the same page in the middle. Write a heading called Jam'u At-Takseer. Jam'u al takseer the one you wrote before. The third one is jam'ul mu'annath salim On the next page on the top. Huh? The next page on the top write al mu'annath as-salim. Jam'ul mu'annath as-salim. J mim Okay? And then you write al-mu'annath. Al-mu'annath. Mu'annath. As-salim Jamal Mu'anath That's number three Number four Number four In the middle of that same page That you wrote Jamal Mu'anath As-salim on In the middle of the page Would you write? Fi'l al-mudari' Fi'l al-mudari' Al-ladhi lam yattasil bi-akhirhi shay Al-fi'l al-mudari' Al-fi'l al-mudari' al Ladi lam yattasil bi-akhirhi shay How much do you have? Four. Four, right? Next page, right? جمع المذكر السالم جمع المذكر السالم Have you written that? On that same page, middle of the page right al asma al al asma al how much do you have so fast you have how much now six you need two more from me right muthanna al muthanna al muthanna And last but not least, Af'alul khamsa. Af'alul khamsa. You have all eight, right? You have all eight. Yeah? You have all eight. Let's go through all of those eight. What are they? And then we'll go to I'rab what it means. Okay? Am I making sense? Yeah? Brothers, am I making sense? And sisters, we're all on the same page, Saman. Yeah. Yeah? We're all on the same page. Okay, Al-Ismu al-Mufrad. We're going to start with the first one, which is called Al-Ismu al-Mufrad. What does Ismu al-Mufrad mean? It means a singular noun. A singular noun in English. Write this down in Arabic if you can. If you can't, no problem. Write the translation, inshallah. Uh, Ism which is Mufrad is a singular noun in English. That's what it translates at. But when you define it according to the grammarians and how they look at it is It is whatever is not a dual. It's not a dual. And it's not plural. And they are not attached to both of them. Three things it can't be. Sorry, four things it can't be. Four things it cannot be. A mufrad cannot be four things. It can't be a muthanna. So it can't be. It can't show two. That's number one. It can't also show poor Am I making sense, brothers? And it can't be muthanna or a jama. What does that mean? This is the tricky one. If you understand this, is good. Okay. there are some words in the Arabic language that were found to be dual they were found to be dual that have no singular and in the Arabic language as we're going to see soon the dual has to have a singular like Khalid Khalid Khalidani it's two Khalids now Khalid Khalid Khalidani Am I making sense, brothers? There are some words in the Arabic language that are dual that didn't come from a singular. An example for that is Kilta. Kilta is a Muthanna la Mufradala. It's a dual that has no singular. This is called Mulhaqul Muthanna. It's not a Muthanna, it's not a dual. It's attached to the Muthanna in terms of ruling. Does that make sense? There's also mulhaqul jama. Mulhaqul jama means what? It's not a word that has a singular. It came, didn't come from a singular. This word has been found always to be jama. Like for example, someone's name is called Al Muslimuna. مثلاً His name is a plural. Even that though he's not referring to it as Muslim, Muslim. his name is Al Muslimuna. Are we all together, brothers? So we say this is a mulhaqul jama'. So the isim the Mufrad cannot be a, it can't be a mutanna, it can't be dual. It can't be a jama', number two. It can't be mulhaq of both of those two. La mulhaqul mutanna, and it can't be mulhaqul jama'. That's the third thing it can't be. And number four, it can't be Asma'ul Khamsa. It cannot be Asma'ul Khamsa. What does Asma'ul Khamsa mean? We'll see that soon, insha'Allah. Are we all together? Which one? Mulhaq al-Muthanna is a word that's dual that has no singular. Or a jama' that doesn't have a singular. Are you with me? Like the word عشرين in Arabic language what is that? Yeah? Where did it come from? عشرين عشرين is called the word عشرين is mulhaqul الجمع ملحق الجمع ذكر السالم. It's not a jammah ذكر السالم It's a mulhaq. Are we all together? وَهَكَذَا Words like that like تسعين Hey تسعين where do you bring it from? Huh? Is it tis'een? Tis, 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 is that what you said? No, it didn't. It didn't come from that. It's mulhaqul jam'ul mudhakar The word kilta is two. Has no singular. Are we all together? We'll see that soon insha'Allah ta'ala. Am I making sense or am I just talking to myself? Yeah? I'm making I'm, this is an important science, man. It's called what? It's called grammar. Nahu. It opens your brains. Open your brain. Okay. We finished the first one, which is Ism Mufrad. Ism Mufrad is it's not And it's not Mujmoh. Mujmoh majmu'an means it's not a plural. And it can't be Mujmoh al-Muthanna and Mujmoh al-Jamah. It can't be. And it can't be from Asma' al-Khamsa. By the way, Ajrumiyah mentions the only to be asma khamsa Like in Mutamimah al when we come to it, it's asma It's not only five, it's six. Hanuka comes in there as well. Example now. Is Muhammad a, isim is Muhammad a singular noun? Yes. Muhammad is one man. Best. Are you with me, brothers? Very good. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one, which is جمع taksir. The second one is what at Taksir. Alif lam ta kaf sin ya ra. Taksir Alif lam ta kaf sin ya ra. Taksir. جمع Taksir. Okay, what's Jam'u Takseer? Jam'u, again, is easy for you guys to all understand. It's plural. The word Jam'u means plural. Takseer means broken plural. Ajeeb, who broke him? Who broke this? Why? why? Who did this to it? Jam'u Taksir is a word that becomes a plural. And the reason why, it's a, it comes from a singular where does it come from? German textile. It comes from a singular, and when it came from the singular, and it became a plural, the word got broken. In order for it to trans to transmit into or to convert into plural, it had to be broken from its original form. Are we all together? They had to break the word into pieces and add some things either into it, or deduct things from it, they had to break the word. That's why it's called broken plural. Does it make sense? Example for that is, Hakim. Ruler. You say, Hakim. Let's look at it together. Hakim. We have Ha, Alif, Kaf, and Mim. Ha-kim. we have ha alif kaf and mim how many letters do we have four let's look at it together ha what's on top of the ha what haraka is on there fatha ha fatha good remember that what, what came after the ha alif are we all together good so ha came fatha on it right after the ha is an alif then came a what? Ha. A calf came. Okay? What's the harakah on the calf? A kasra. Ha Kim. And there's the meme over there at the ending. What's the alama of the meme of the Hakim? Who believes this is a sukoon? Put your hand up? Hakim, who believes this is a sukoon? put your hand up? Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi Does it enter a noun, brothers? Does the sukoon enter a noun? Yeah? Who believes that Sukun enters a noun? Put your hand up. Hakim is not a Sukun, it's called Al Waqfu. We just stood there, that's it. But it's got an alama. It's called al-waqfu, it's not sukun. Sukun is a alama unique for the verb brothers, just the same way that the kasra is a alama unique for who? an islam are we all together brothers? anyways let's go back Hakim is waqf. the meme is a waqf. so you guys have the word hakim. make it into a plural say a lot of leaders how do you say in Arabic? You say hukam. hukam. Look at the word it got broken up, changed, altered. That's why it's called a pl- broken plural. How did it break? It was ha It became what? Hu. From ha, it became hu. That's one thing. The Bamma came into place. And the fatha was told to leave. Hu where was the alif that was after the ha in the singular which was hakim what happened to the alif it went who came forward the calf came forward are you with me what about the alama of the calf it was a kasra before now it became a what a fatha. it became a what a fatha is on top of it are we all together the alif is where is it now it fell after the calf. Are we all together brothers? This word got broken. It got changed. This is called a broken plural. Does that make sense? That's why it's called broken plural. And that's why the definition of a jam'u taksir is called ما تغيّر فيه بناء It is when the structure of the word changes from its singular. The way it was when it was single, and the way now it's become plural, it changes. The word gets tipped over and changed. Things get added into it. And I'll tell you something, that when I was studying this, it might help you guys. And this is how I used to remember it. It's weird. Sometimes you have to draw a picture in your head to remember things, right? um, uh, There is a, a people in Africa... Who what they do is to be tall, what they do to make themselves tall. What they do is they pull out their joints on their legs, on the sockets of their knees. And they put something in there and they get taller. You know, they want it to be taller. And it makes them what? It makes them what? Taller. Jam'u al-takseer, I used to remember it like that. How do I remember it like that? It's when you take the word and you put something inside it to make it bigger. Okay? The word, it's originally short. When it gets changed, it becomes generally speaking. Of course, there are some other ways that it gets changed. Now, we finish the f- second type, which is Jam'u. Jam'u Takseer. There's six ways that the Jam'u Takseer happens, but we don't have time for that, so we'll leave that alone. We won't go into the, how the changing happens in the Jam'u Takseer. There's six ways that he gets changed if we get time we'll come back to it inshallah what's the fourth one yeah we spoke about Jam'ul Taqseer right we're now gonna go into so we did two right we're now gonna go into which one what's the third one Jam'ul Mu'annath As-Salim what is Jam'ul Mu'annath As-Salim you can sense it from the name it's Feminine plural, plural, it's many women. Okay, Jam'ul Muannath is Salim. Is it's many women, so you say Fatima, 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 three Fatimas, and then what do you say? Fatimat. So you say Ja'atil Fatima, two Fatimas walking one time, and it's Fatima, 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 three Fatima. You want to make it plural. You don't want to say Jاءat Fatima Wa Fatima Wa Fatima In Arabic language Make it short What do you say? Jاءat al The Fātimat They came Are we all together brothers? Here Let's look at the word Jam'ul Mu'annath salim It's Jam'ul Mu'annath al-Salim What is it? Jam'ul Mu'annath salim It's Jam'a So it's plural Al-Mu'annath means feminine Al-Salim means salim means safe what's salim? salam salim means safe safe from what? no changing when it moved from its plural and it became uh, when it moved from its singular and it became a plural it was safe from any alteration it never got changed like the al taksir got changed, right? Jamaat al-salim doesn't get changed that's what it's saying some of the grammarians, they didn't like that. They said, no, it does get changed. And it's incorrect to call it a salib. Because when it moves from its singular and it becomes a plural, it gets changed. It does get changed. Example. Bint. We have a bint. Bint is a what? A girl. Ba' and the ta here is maftooha not ta marbota okay? bint let's look at the harakat of the word bint bint ba with a kasara and the noon that has a sukun on it That's correct make it feminine plural you say bint 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 I make it into a make it into a plural you say ba hey brothers what happened two things happened to the word the harakat the shekel, the haraka changed it was bint and it became ba bi ba haraka changed the noon that had a sukoon on it no longer has a sukoon on it not only that the ta that was in there is gone where is the ta gone no that's not that ta is a new ta Alif and ta is being brought by the Jama'an and it brings a new ta. So the old ta that was there is gone. So did it get changed when it became a feminine plural? It got changed. So it's not safe. Am I making sense? Yes or no? It's not safe. So the best thing to call it is. That's the best thing to call it. This type. No, it's type of tuha. Bint, ha, huh. It changed. Are we all together, brothers? The <laughs> ta brothers, pay attention to this. It's many plural women. What did you guys do to it right now when you wanted to make it plural? Remember the word Fatima. What did you say? what did you add to it at the ending? alif and bint banat zain zainabat you always add an ending to what alif alif and ta Are we all together this cha- this this uh, chapter of the issue of muannath alone i remember Allah, i never forget this the Sheikh was explaining to us for Shahr, Kamil, one month. بالتأنيث, that which is connected to the, in the Arabic grammar. What is connected to a Muannath? Because remember, we have some words like Hamza. Hamza is a what? Yeah? The wording Hamza. What does it finish with? Is it a feminine word? Are we all together? We have Zainab. Zainab is it Muannath? Is that a woman? Yeah. Hey, where's the ta'amur? Both at the ending to know that it's a woman. Are we all together brothers? Hubla. Is that a mu'annath word? Fudla. Is that a feminine word? Question. lie One month. I'm not lying to you. I'm The mu'annath. If a man and a woman fight over a name, whether it's a feminine name or a masculine name, who has the rights to choose? The men are saying, this is ours. The women are like, there are some names women and men share together, right? You see men calling themselves this name and women call themselves this name. Sah, Have you seen some names like that? Who owns the name originally? Who has the hak for that name, men or the women? Yeah? Huh? It's a family right? What Hamza? Alhamdulillah, finish with that, Marbuta. Yeah? Can I, The word in the name, Ruqayya, is it a feminine name or is it a masculine name? Feminine. There are some guys called Ruqayya. Uh, yeah. What do we say? If the name is feminine and a masculine, how do we say which one is which? Can we say? Is it fair to say that the man came first? Maybe like Adam came first. He's the original. The asal is that the name is for the man until proven otherwise. Is that fair to say? What do you brothers think? I'm not saying anything. I'm not going to get myself in trouble. <laughs> what do you guys think? Allah alam. Allah is best. So Jamal bin That's what it is. Are we all together? The fourth one, hey, what's the fourth one? The fourth one is Write this down, brothers. We all know what a fi'l is, right? Fi'il is any verb that starts with a arbaa anaytu Starts with what? Anaytu. Anaytu is an It's an acronym. Anaytu is an acronym. Anaytu means it starts with the alif, noon, ya, or ta. Are we all together? Anaytu. For example, let's take the word fahima. 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 He understood. Dahi He laughed. He He did Correct right. All of those are what? Past tense I now want to convert those words Into a present tense I can put one of those four letters before it And it will become a, past, it will become a present verb For example fa ma Just put an alif Or a ya-nun Or a ya and a ta And it becomes a present verb fa ma You can say Afhamu نفهم يفهم تفهم and this now made it a what a present verb ضحك أضحك نضحك يضحك تضحك فعل أفعل نفعل يفعل تفعل see those four letters, they go before the verb, they make it a fi'l mudari' So alifun noon ya unta. again. I specifically chose an A2. And I didn't choose the acronym to be na'ti. Nati is the same. There's a four letter. There's a noon, alif, ya, uh, ta and a ya. No, I don't want... I don't Don't say nati. Say anaytu for a reason. لأن كل حرف يدل على ضعف ما قبله But we're not going to do that now because we are in Ajrumiyah. That is taken in the Mutammimah tul Why anaytu is better than saying nati. Even though they're all four letters here to remember the word. So? And by the way, brothers, this is going to be a class we're going to be taking inshallah ta'ala in where? in the essentials next week ajrumiya is going to be the essentials next week with a board in details with examples so if you want to really learn it and you're hungry for this and this is slightly going over your head and you preferred if it was written on the board then that's the essential class I encourage you this Friday coming up when you leave the class, go to the back and speak to the, uh, Kellyman administration. Speak to them regarding this, so you can come to the class on ajrumiya on Friday morning, six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, Friday seventeenth. Huh. Friday seventeenth. Ah, the Friday seventeenth, not this Friday, but Friday after that. Friday the seventeenth of January. If you want to study a jerumiyah and understand it properly, which is comprehend it, speak to kelima and go to the back and register yourself for you for you to get your space. We'll use a board. And we'll give examples, and you can ask as the class is going on. We're not limited on time, the way we are now here. It's going to be ongoing. It's just Fridays for two hours. Okay. But right now we're just going to do overview. The Dawra Almiyyah is just meant to be an overview. And the essentials are meant to be what? The essential classes are meant to be more detailed. Okay. Nati. That's essentials. I'm going to explain why I chose an A to over Nati. Okay. The present verb that nothing connects to the ending of it. What does that mean? That nothing connects to the ending of it. The fi'l mudari' the present verb, brothers, three things can connect to the ending of it. Which here we do not want it to connect to it. Al-fi'l mudari' the present verb, the one, lam yattasil bi-akhirih shay, that nothing connected to it at the back. What does that mean? It means, aliful ul the alif of the dual. So it can't be yaf, It's Yafhamu, right? It was what? It was Yafhamu Yafhamu is a what? It's a present verb, right? Because of the ya before it So it's Yafhamu, right? We don't want it to become Yafhamani And Aliful Ithnain is in there Yafhamani We don't want that That's number one We don't want Wawul Jama'a in there So we don't want it to turn into yafhamuna We don't want it to be like that. We don't want يَا الْمُؤَنَّثَةِ الْمُخَاطَبَةِ to connect to the ending and become what? تَفْحَمِينَ No. So it is the fi'il al-mudari' that doesn't have alifu li thnain. وَوَ and يَا الْمُؤَنَّثَةِ الْمُخَاطَبَةِ None of those three can connect to it. Okay? Yeah? The third one is يَا الْمُؤَنَّثَةِ الْمُخَاطَبَةِ What we also don't want to connect to it is Nunun Niswa. We don't want Nunun Niswa to connect to it. So we don't want it to become Yadhabna. No. We don't want Nunun Taukeed to enter it and make it what? Yadhaban. Because if Nunun Taukeed and Nunun Niswa enter onto it, it's a problem. It takes it out of I'rab bil and it makes it Mubni. That's a problem now. And if these three connect to it, which is alif al-ithnain, waw al-jama'a, ya al muannathat al-mukhatamana, it makes it mu'rab, it still stays as i'rab, but it moves it onto to af'alul khamsa. It becomes af'alul khamsa. It gets converted to af'alul khamsa. I kind of lost you guys here, there, huh? You got lost a bit, yeah? Huh? Nunu no, niswa or, noonu if they connect to the ending of the fi'l mubari', the present verb, the noon of emphasis, or the noon of feminine, if they connect to the ending of the present verb, they take it out of i'rab. This word is no longer considered to be mu'rab. It's no longer considered to be mu'rab. There's no i'rab. It's called mabni. It's a whole different chapter. And if wa'ul jama'ah, so, alif al-Ithnain Wa jamaa al-Mu'anathat al-Mukhataba These three They connect to it now It's now called Af'alul-Khamsa Preferably, preferably It's called Amtilatul khamsa Are you with me? Why does it feel like I Was talking to myself Over there? Okay, listen to these brothers I just said to you guys Af'al-Mudari' is what? yeah fi'il mudari' is what a fi'il mudari' is when you have a fi'il madi and at the beginning of the fi'il madi the past verb you connect the beginning of it you put in the beginning of it alif noon ya or ta does that make sense Fahima. Daraba, Dahika. Huh? Get me some words like that. Hakama, Shariba. Are we all together? The reason why I'm getting you guys Ozan, which are, th- that are thulethi, three letter wordings, because that's easier for you guys to understand now. صح? Are you with me? Three letters. Dahika, Shariba. These are three letters huh? What are they all? Past tense Okay, what are they? A past tense If you want to make it a present tense What do you do? Put alif, noon, ya or ta Before any of those three letters In front of it What does it become? It becomes a present verb it becomes a what? Fi'il? Ma'di. That's good, right? Good. You, you, now, you all know what a Fi'il Ma'di is right now, sir. You all know also what a Fi'il مضارع is, right, sir? Yeah? Now, the Fi'il مضارع Five things can go to the ending five things can connect to the ending of the word of the fi'l mudari' the present verb what are they? وَوْلْ جَمَعَةِ so, no, 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 so let me do it order. alif al-ithnain alif is take the word for me Yafhamu. Yafhamu what do you do? Alif أَلِفْ أنا نون at the ending what does it become? the word Yafhamu? Yafhamani, right? Aliful Ithnain. Look at the Alif. We're looking at the Alif. Forget the noon. Ignore the noon. The noon is for there another reason. The noon here is for another reason. Don't we don't want to look at the noon ul wuqaya We're looking at the alif. It's Yaf so Hama. we have an alif there, it's a problem. Yafhamuna. Wow. Okay, it's another issue. The alif is called Aliful Ithnain. It makes it two people. Yafhamani means two people understood. Yafhamuna means a group of people understood. Tafhamina means a girl understood. Are we all together brothers? Those three connect to it. Those three are called af'alul khamsa. The fi'il mudari' plus Aliful al-ithnain plus wawul Jama'a plus ya'il al mukhataba equals af'alul khamsa. No? Does that make sense? It's afalul khamsa that we're gonna to come to later. When we say lam bi we mean don't let those three connect to it at the ending. Because it no longer is referred to as al bi It's now called af'alul Khamsa. Two more extra things also connect to the ending of the Fi'ul mudari as well. What are they? Noon The noon of emphasis when you want to emphasize on an issue. Yadhabna, you say for example they will go and they will go and they will go that's what it means it's an emphasis okay or it can be both ways are tawqid so Toshkid can be Tashdidun nun or it can also be khafifa I mentioned only one you can mention both no problem the, sec- the fifth type of thing that can connect to the ending of it is Nunu Niswa. Nunu Niswa is plural women. Yadhabna, you say. <coughs> what
1: is the difference? Between, yeah? <coughs>
0: <coughs> Nunu, the last, which one? Nunu Niswa and Nunu The difference between the two. Nunu Tawqid is emphasis is for men ah and women can be used for it if you want to as well
1: so ah them.
0: yeah no that's sorry oh, sorry sorry if i said that the Nunu tawheed is yadhhabanna or yadhhab yadhab, yadhhab yadhhabanna with the tashdid of the nun ama Yadhaban without tashdid on the nun that's Nunu tawheed. nun niswana is nun niswana is yadhhabna with a sukoon on the back. Am I making making sense? The last two, the last two are called fi'il mudari' which is mabni. I remember in the exams, the teachers would trick the student and say to him, the fi'il mudari' is it mu'rab or mabni? Fi'il mudari' They'll test you, hey? Is fi'il mudari' mabni or mu'rab? You have to say, it's mu'rab. If Nunu Tauqi Nunu Niswa is not connected, if Nunu Tauqi or Nunu Niswa connects to the Fi'il Mudari' then it's Mabni. That's how you have to say it. it's a bit tafsil, it's not a yes or a no. No, it doesn't. Yadhabna makes it Mabni. Makes it Mabni. Only thing that makes it Af'alul khamsa is Wa alifu li thunayn Wa al-jama'a Ya ilmu'anathat al-mukhataba This is when it becomes Yafhamani Yafhamuna Tafhamina Af'alul khamsa Let's go into the next one which is Jam'ul mudakkar s-salim Jam'ul mudakkar s-salim is what? It's plural masculine Okay, it's plural Masculine so it's Muslim, 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 Muslimuna. Are we all together, brothers? Muslim, 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 three Muslims are standing next to each other. So you just want to say Ja'al Muslimuna? Why are we gonna say Ja'al Muslim or Muslim Muslim? You don't say that. So Ja'al al-Muslimuna. The Muslims came. Amahadara al Muslimuna. The Muslims came. Are we all together, brothers? أَمَا رَأَيْتُ الْمُسْلِمِينَ That's called plural masculine. Is it salim? The mudhakar is salim. Is it salim? Yes. When it gets changed into a plural Muslim, make it into a plural, it says safe. Nothing gets changed. Muslim. Muslimuna. No problem. It doesn't get changed. Now we're going to go into Asma'ul khamsa Asma'ul khamsa are what? There are five nouns They are what? Five nouns What are those five nouns? Abuka Akuka Hamuka Fuka Dhul ilmin. Abuka Your father your brother. Hamuka. The Hamu is the in laws of the girl. It's the husband's brothers and his family. Wadu il the possessor of knowledge. The word means sahib, the possessor, the owner of knowledge. Fuka means your mouth. Huh? those are the five those five are called the five sisters 5 sisters they're called what? five? five sisters right yeah, yeah. which one? yeah some scholars they use it interchangeably They're in-laws on both sides that's what they say abuka ahuka hamuka question are you saying that these five are um, they are an, uh, they are five that we have to look at them together and they are called As- Asma'ul Khamsa the five sisters yes are there any conditions yes there are Listen, write, write this down for these five to be considered to be together and have a particular ruling, there are two conditions that need to be met. There are two conditions for the Asma'ul Khamsa to be considered five sisters. If these two conditions are not met, they don't have any privilege. They are considered like any other wedding. And they leave the discussion that we are having here. There are two conditions the first condition is a general condition which they all share so it's called sharṭ, which is عام. a general condition that they all share all of them share it that they all have to be like this what are they number one all of them have to be مفرادة. all of these words they all have to be مفرادة. they can't be dual and they can't be plural so, for example, Abuka, your father. It can only be one, just your father. Okay? Ahuka, your brother. Hamuka, your in laws. Your in law, one person. Fuka, your mouth. Thu ilmin, your wealth. Just one person's been spoken to you. One. Mufrada. It can't be Muthanna. It can't also be Jama. It can't be. مثلا, you can't say Abawa Kuma. no, kuma. both of your fathers no, we don't want that we'll tell other brothers it can't be it has to be مفت, singular second condition is and this is the general condition this is the general condition it has to be مكبرة مكبرة means the word cannot be I, I found it in English. I forgot it again. What it's called in English. In Arabic language, by the way, they have the English doesn't have this, by the way. Like in Arabic has. And it's the ability to belittle. Belittle is not the right word. To, 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 yeah, to magnify a word. And to be able to magnify the word and exaggerate with the word or lessen the meaning that the word carries. For example, sometimes the scholars or people of knowledge, when they want to humble themselves and they want to say, I'm not a student of knowledge or I'm not a scholar, they say, I am a what? Tawaylib. Tawaylib is a تصغير of the word talib ilm. means what? Huh? A baby student of knowledge. English, Arabic has that. Huh? And the famous incident is when Sheikh Albani was they spoke to him and they said, Allah and whatnot. They praised him and he said, I'm not an alim. I'm not even a student of knowledge. I'm a what? Twailib. Twailib means what? It's tasgir. Baby student of knowledge. The word abuka, akhuka, hamuka, fuka, All of these words cannot be, tasgir cannot be made of it. If you do, it's another discussion. For example, the Arabs, they say, Hada ubayuka. That's your little baby father. It leaves the discussion that we're having here right now. Okay? It's not in the discussion. Ubayyuka is a tasgheer. No. You can't say that. Ama raitu ubayyuka. You can't say that. Ama marattu bi ubayyuka. Ubayyuka. Naam. ubayyuki. Ubayyuka Or ubayyuki. It can't be any of that. The third condition is mudafa. It has to be attributed it has to be ascribed. It has to be. It can't just be ab, akh. It can't be like that. It has to be ascribed. That's why you're seeing here abu ka. It's been attributed to you, your father. The ayah where Allah says, inna aban, kabeera, inna aban. aban is not mudaf. Aban, it's not being attributed. So it's another. وَلَهُ is not from the Asma'ul Khamsa because it's not being attributed to someone. وَبَنَاتُ It's not. And it's what we say in English when in the UK. Oh, how are you doing? أَخٌ صح؟ أَخٌ It's not من أَسْمَاءِ الخمسة. It's not from the Asma'ul Khamsa because it's not it's not mudaf. It's not being attributed. Okay. The last but not least is The fourth condition, which is the general condition. They all have to share this. Is it can't be attributed. Because we just said it has to be ascribed, right? And attributed to something. The ascription here cannot be a يَا الْمُتَكَلِّمُ Like for example, when we say Bayti. So it can't be the person who's talking is attributing it to himself. He has to be attributing it to someone else. Okay? Naam. So for example, I can't say قَبَّلْتُ رأس أبي. I kissed the forehead of my father. You can. You can say that in Arabic. No problem. But it's not considered a smile. Okay? قَبَّلْتُ I kissed رَأْسَ Abi here is What? It's, be, it's a ya'al it's idafatuha You're attributing it to yourself. Am I making sense here? It's not. Those four conditions, all of them share. Okay? Now, the second type of, the second condition is specific. Okay, it's what? It's specific. And this is specific for only the two of the, six, the five. Two of the five have their own specific conditions. The rest, they don't care. They, they, they just use the general conditions. Like in two of them, they have their own unique conditions that they added to the table. And they are du and fuka. The word du it has two conditions that it wants for it by itself. What are they? The first condition it puts forward is an takuna al sahib. The meaning that is in the du has to mean possessor. It can't be, for example, ja-a-dhu-l-qawmi. Ja-a-dhu-l-qawmi, the al here is mousula, is like Ja-al. You can't say that. Sorry, Ja'adul sorry, it's wrong. The word du here means a levi, the one. That's it doesn't want to be that. So the condition, the first condition that du put forward is and takuna bi ma'sahib. It has to have the meaning of possessor. The second condition that du put forward is and tu rafa illa ismi ilasmi jin brahirin. It has to be attributed to a apparent noun, like look at the rest, brothers. Are you paying attention? The rest, look what you said. You say Abu Ka, Ahu Ka, Hamu Ka, Fu Ka, but when you come to Zu, you don't say thuka. It doesn't allow that. A pronoun cannot be attributed to it. Only it has to be an apparent noun. That's why you say Zu Malin, Zu Ilmin, Zu Jahin. Are we all together? The thing that comes after it cannot be a pronoun. It has to be a apparent noun. That's the two conditions that Du put forward. Specific to Dhu. And the second one is, it's specific only to Fuka. Fuka, brothers, what does it mean? It means your mouth. The condition that Fu puts forward is min al mimi. There's no meme inside the wording. So it can't be Fumuka. Because Fuka and Fumuka both mean the same. They mean the same. And min al-mimi that the meme is absent. There's no There's no meme. That's the condition that Fu put forward as well. Fuka. When those conditions are met, then it, and only then is it called Asma'ul Khamsa. Okay? Fuka and al mimi that there's no meme in the word. So it can't be famuka. It can't be famuka. It just has to be what? Fuka. Okay. We, now we got the Muthanna left. Yeah? Thu has two conditions, I said. The two conditions of Thu is, it has to be possessor. Huh? It has to be possessor. The meaning that's in the Thu has to be what? The meaning that it shows. It has to mean when we read the the word, the sentence that you put forward, it has to show that it's what? It has to mean sahib, the possessor of this. Okay? Like if it shows, uh, one of the meanings that it does show is a which is mosula If it's a connective, the dhu becomes a connective, it's not asma al khams anymore. Okay? Hadul for example. Yes, sahih. Al-qarnayn is that the possessor of the two homes that's what they said Qarnain was okay and some scholars they say no it, mean, it means the two sides of the pearls of the earth that he went to that's why he's the possessor of the two because he walked towards them that's the example Do. نعم صحيح correct مثنى <laughs> 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 now مثنى <laughs> is what <laughs> <laughs> we make it easy. muthanna is, brothers, what is it? دُول. The dual lacking has to come from two things. It has to come from a singular word. It, grammarians don't call this a muthanna unless it comes from a, huh? a singular word. It has to come from a singular word. For example, ذَهَبَ الْأَمِيرَانِ ذَهَبَ الْأَمِيرَانِ Amirani is a Muthanna. How do we know that it's a Muthanna? It was Amir. And you made it how much? Amirani. So it's Amir, Amir, Amirani. Are we all together, brothers? But if a word doesn't have a singular, but it comes in the form of a dual, but it doesn't have no singular, like kilta, kilta is a dual, but doesn't have a singular. What's the singular for kilta? We don't have it. This is not called a Muthanna. It's called Mulhaq al-Muthanna. It's a Mulhaq. It's a what? It's called a Mulhaq. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Kilta means two of. Kilta, Kilta al-Jannatini. Both of the Jannas. It means both in Arabic. It's in Surah Tukaf, right? Yeah? Both. It has no singular. Are we all together, brothers? That's what a dual is. Last but not least is a what? Afa'alul Khamsa. Afa'ul Khamsa I already told you. What is Afa'ul Khamsa? It's the fi'l Mudari plus Aliful ithnain plus Wawul Jama'a plus Ya al Manithul Muchataba equals Afa'ul Khamsa. Okay? How why is it called five and we I just mentioned three? صح? Alif ul ithnain, two come out from it. Yafhamani and tafhamani. Wawul jamaa two comes out of it. What is it? Yafhamuna and tafhamuna. I have four so far. And the yalman ethn al one comes out of it. Tafhamina. You could do it to every, any verb. Again? If you guys want to understand this in more, more, more details and examples after examples, then essentials, Inshallah, Come to the uh, essentials. That's what we're going to do, inshaAllah. Hey, who's reading? HaFadhal, read it for us. We've done all eight, right? All eight, you know it. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Now, sorry, before you go in, sorry let's do this chapter inshallah ta'ala. let everybody look at your textbook we're gonna to go to Al-I'raab what does Al-I'raab mean? what does Al-I'raab mean? Al-I'raab I'raab is huwa taghi, huwa it is the changing kalimi, the ending of the word so what's changing brothers? yeah? This is one of the things, again, one of the things that scholars critique at for. He's saying it's the changing of the last, it's the changing of the ending of the word. Really? No, it is the changing of the situation of the ending of the word. Why are we saying situation? Because it's not the letter that's changing; it's the haraka that's changing. Are we all together? Zaid, the dal is not going. If you say the changing of the last, it means the word, the letter is going, and the letter is not changing. What's changing? The haraka only is changing. Another thing that we learned from this is that, brothers, pay attention to this. In grammar, they focus at the ending of the letters. <coughs> the last letter, Zaydun, Zaydin, Zaydan. That's what they focus on. They don't care about what happens in the middle of the word or the beginning of the word. Who are the people who deal with the middle and the ending? What about Sarf? The scholars of Sarf, morphology. They're the ones who focus on. In the science of morphology You will learn The construction and the word In the middle And the beginning Why it changes Are we all together? That's why Ibn Malik He says in his uh, Lamia He says باب الأبنية الفعل المجرد وتصاريف بفعل للفعل ذو التجريد أو فعلاء يأتي ومقصور عين أو على فعلاء وضم من فعل الزم في المضارع وف the changing of the middle of the word فَعَلَ and فعلا. Why is Remember when I was talking to you guys about the fi'il Mahdi? What did I say to you? I said it's Fahiman. And I also said to you ضَرَبَ Stop فَهِيمًا Both of them are past tense and one has three fatha. And one has a what? A kasra in the middle of the wording. Sah? So? Baraba, fahima, bahika. How does that work? Do you, do you understand the question here? The scholars of sarf are going to tell you that. Why this is that and this is this. Like in ulama, it's got nothing to do with us, brother. All you need to ask us is. Is it got dhamma at the ending? a akasara, a hatf harf illa, hatf noon, just ask us, the ending of the word. Are we all together brothers? Who th- put your hand up in this uh, room? Who cannot read an Arabic book if it doesn't have harakat on it? Who cannot read it? They look at a book, if there's no harakat on it, you're like, ah, oh, I can't read this, it's not for me. Put your hand up. That you need the harakat to be put on there. Huh? Uh, nearly everybody in the room I think is there anyone who can read a book without doing any mistakes (laughs) Uh. when they read it without any grammatical mistakes I mean we're humans we do mistakes slip of the tongue but if you look at it again you remember you you correct yourself who can do reading without harakat they don't need it if you put your hand up we'll test you Okay, come here, come here. And you have to say that all of this letters in the wedding, you have to read it. Yeah? Who has an Arabic book? Yeah? Yeah? You don't want something that has haraka? You want something that doesn't have harakah. Ah, Jameel, read this for us. Uh, yeah. Take the microphone so everyone can hear you. <laughs> Take the microphone so everyone can hear you. Okay, read it here
1: so I can see as well what you're reading. Hey, <laughs> Put it on. إذا المسلم الموفق ولا بد تكون عنايته بإيمانه أعظم من عنايته بكل شيء، ولما تحقق سلف الأمة وصد وصدرها وخيرها.
0: إذا وصدرها
1: ما وخيرها ومقدموها ومقدموها.
0: إذا إنه طبع هي.
1: ومقدموها بذلك كانت عنايتهم بإيمانهم بارزة وإهتمامهم به عظيمة.
0: اللهم الله بارك. MashaAllah, you're very good. Hey, Abu Sada, it's your turn. Abu Salah, hey, Fadl. Sorry, let me give it to you with the right hand. Hey. Hey.
1: فكان رضي الله عنهم ما لهم <coughs> ويتواسع ويتواسون بينهم والآثار وعنهم في ذلك كثير جدا كثيرة, كثيرة جدا فكان عمر ابن الخطاب رضي الله عنه رضي الله عنه يقول لصاحبه لصاحبه لأصحابه so do you
0: see the brothers, brothers do you see the book doesn't have a haraka what you're gonna rely on is the what your knowledge of grammar for example you say inna ahamma it doesn't have it on there but i'm not going to say inna ahamu i'm not going to say inna ahami because i know inna is a word after it, what comes it becomes a what it makes it a nasb has to be fatha on top of it inna allaha. you don't say inna allahu, or inna allahi. you say inna ha. so those rules are, come to your mind straight away that you don't even care whether the book has a haraka on it or not. You don't need that anymore. Are we all together? Some people, they open the book and they say, mm, I can't read this. It doesn't have no haraka. How do you guys do it? That's what I say to you. So this studying of this science, are we all together, brothers? And by the way, just by a silly mistake in grammar can f- corrupt a person's aqeedah. Just a silly haraka. Are you with me, brothers? I'll give you an example. Um, there was a Bedouin man. He was in a masjid one day. Doesn't know the Quran. But he's a Bedouin. He knows what? The Arabic language. At the time of Umar. Arab. Knows the language. Grammar is in his system. He doesn't do a mistake when he speaks. But he doesn't know the Quran. And so what did he hear in the Quran? He, he, what did he hear? He heard a man reading Surah At-Tawbah. And then he recited the ayah, uh, And in that ayah, he recited, مِنَ wa We all together brothers. Which makes the verse mean, it was originally Allah and His Messenger are free from the disbelievers. But when he recited it, he read it in what way? Allah is free from the Prophet and the Mushrikeen by changing it ورسوله to, ورسوله. ورسوله to are we all together brothers? just the dhamma to the fatah he changed the meaning the Bedouin man stood up he goes inni bari. I am free from Bari Allahu minhum. Wallahi, I am free from whoever Allah freed himself from meaning I'm free from who the messenger والسلام, as well because Allah freed himself from the Prophet here in his ayah it's clear Umar requested the man to be brought back Umar said, bring this man He said, "What, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm free from the Prophet I have nothing to do with him Allah has freed himself from the Prophet How? The ayah was recited by the man Umar did not blame the Bedouin man From that day onwards Umar said, no one is allowed to read the Quran Unless he knows the Arabic grammar very well Are we all together brothers? It changes the whole entire meaning of the Qur'an. Aqeeda issues come from it. Are you there, brothers? For example, some of the people who want to reject whether Allah and His Messenger, Allah Taala spoke, they want to reject it. They don't want to believe Allah spoke, Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And that Allah speaks, they don't want to accept that as a characteristic of Allah. So what do they do? They said, when they were brought the ayah, وَكَلَّمَ اللَّهُ Musa تَكْلِيمًا Allah spoke to Nabi Musa. وَكَلَّمَ اللَّهُ Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala spoke to Musa. They said no. It's وَكَلَّمَ اللَّهُ Musa ta'kilibah. Musa spoke to Allah. وَكَلَّمَ اللَّهُ To وَكَلَّمَ اللَّهُ It changes spoken, who was, who is who is who was spoken to. Are you with me brothers? All of that is based on the aqeedah that they have. They will change the harakah only for it. Are you with Are you with me brothers? إِنَّمَا اللَّهُ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ الْعُلَمَاءُ The scholars are scared of Allah, wa Taala. that's what the ayah is saying. Someone comes and he says, إِنَّمَا اللَّهُ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ Allah is scared of the scholars. Are we all together brothers? All of it is just a dhamma and a fatha being changed. Am I making sense here brothers? So you can't dismiss and say, well, Allah is a science that. Do I really need to learn it? Do I need to? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And subhanAllah, uh, um, my country, when I went back to my country, one of the things they do is they, the people's aqeed are corrupt and believe in calling on to the awliya and they believe all of this stuff, they're lacking masters in the Arabic grammar. They're aqwiya in the grammar. They mastered the grammar very well. So when a person who's a muwahid calling to tawhid comes to them, they test you with grammar. They won't take you serious. Ah, they don't. I say, I do of this. I remember, wallahi, a debate one time was happening whether you can call on to Abdul Qadir al Jailani or not. That was a debate. I was sitting there. I was listening to it. As soon as the, the Sufi guy came to start the debate, he said to the uh, other graduate from Medina University, he said to him, okay, before the debate starts, do Arab of basmalah. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Rahmanir Rahim. Do i'rab of it. Grammatically analyze for us the best That's where the debate starts from. Are we all together, brothers? The caliber of how these. People, and that's the whack. That's the real world. That's how it's looked at. Anyone who does lahan, who basically speaks wrong, it's, it's a failure. Like, don't lie. Wherever you're calling to, just sit down it's a big problem you have you really need to work on yourself that's what it was seen as before Abdul Malik ibn al-Asma'i Abdul Malik ibn Quraib said something he said anyone who does a grammatical mistake in reading the hadith of the prophet falls under anyone who lies about me deliberately should prepare his place in the hellfire because when you read the grammar wrong in the hadith, you're saying that this is what the Prophet said, and the Prophet was a person whose grammar was perfect. So you're attributing to the Prophet sallam, a weakness in his grammar. So you're going to have to prepare your place in the hellfire. Abdul Malik ibn Allah Sayyidina. Are we all together, brothers? Yeah? So if you look at the biography of the Imams before, they would. They would spend their life perfecting their tongue in terms of their grammar and then they would pursue a path to gaining Islamic knowledge. Are we all together? Some of the a'imma, the criticism that were put on them was Wakana Yalhan. Kan He used to do excessive lahan. So much grammatical mistakes. Are we all together? Umar used to hit his children if they did a grammatical mistake in the Arabic language. He used to beat them. Are we all together brothers? So it's a science that you tend to find people say yeah inshallah ta'ala I'll give It's important that we learn the nahu the grammar So arab is what? It's the changing that happens at the ending of the word Why is it changing? Pay attention here brothers The word is changing I'll give an example جَاءَ Listen to the word Zayd at the ending of the word. جاء زيد Here, what was it? Zaydun. رأيت زيد It became Dan. bi Zaydin. Zayd changed in all three sentences I just gave you. Why? That's where the grammarians come in. The first one is Ja'a زيد جاء, جاء فعل Ma'di. مبني على الفتح لا محل له من الإعراب زيد فاعل جاء مرفوع وعلامة رفعه ضمة ظاهرة على آخره رأيت رأى فعل مضارع فعل ماضي مبني على السكون لا محل له من الإعراب رأيت ضمير متصل في محل رفع فاعل رأيت زيدا مفعول به منصوب وعلامة نصبي فتحة ظاهرة على آخره رأيت زيدا مررت مررت فعل وفاعل مرة إذا فعل ماضي تو إذا ضمير متسف في محل رفع فاعل مررت بحرف جر زيدن اسم مجرور وعلامة جري كسرة this is the grammatical analysis that i just did for all of those three sentences i grammatically analyzed each one the means the changing that happens at the ending of the word all of it happened because of the positions that it was in the first time zaid was the subject Ra'aytu to zaydan was an object and the third sentence was it was isim majrur before it harfujar the ba was before it forced it to become majrur. that's what irab means brothers the changing brothers can happen in two ways explicit and implicit For, listen jaa'a zaydun ra'aytu zaydan marartu bi zaydin let's change zay to musa jaa'a musa ra'aytu musa marartu bi musa has musa changed it has changed the changing here of Musa is implicit it's not explicit you can't see it why? because there's harfun there are ill letters the naughty letters that are there which is what? why? wow alif ya they're called the naughty letters three naughty letters what are they? Yeah, I just, I, in English it's easy to remember it. Just call it why? Wow, Alif, yeah. Y. Three, three, they're, they're called the naughty letters. These three letters are what? They are the naughty letters. Inshallah, we're going to see them all now, b'idnilah, in more details. Who understood what I said? Everyone, yeah? Hiya. <laughs>
1: <Hey, yeah. laughs> the author now
0: goes into brothers pay attention now okay let's go let's go. we have how many how many things do we do at arab of brothers and sisters how many things do we do at arab of eight what were the eight that we do at arab of Isim Mufarad, Muthanna, the three types of Jama'a Jama'a Taqseer, Jama'a Muannathis Salim, Jama'a Muzakris Salim, Asma'a Al Khamsa. Those are six, right? And then we have Al Fa'ilul Mudari Ladi Lam Yatasir Bi Akhili shay and Af'al Al Khamsa. Those eight are what we do I'rab of. Are we all together, brothers? What are the things, the Alamatul I'rab, the signs of I'rab? There are four. The author mentioned it to you here. والنصب والخفض والجزم الرفع والنصب والخفض والجزم. Those are the four, right? These are called Alamatul i'rab and these are the things that you do i'rab of eight. Please, brothers, pay attention to this. This is now is where the brain needs to start working. Okay, good. This eight. Six came from who? Ism. Two came from what? Fi'il. Remember this. From those four, Nasb, sorry, Khaf and Nasb are both shared by the Ism and the Fi'il. Ism can become marful, It can have Rafah. And an Ism can have Rafah. A Fi'il can have Nasb and an isim can have a nasb. So all eight of them enter the rafa' and the nasb. <laughs> Am I making sense? No. I repeat myself. I will repeat myself. We have eight things that we do irab of. Did I not mention the eight things? I did, right? Ah. What are the, uh, the signs of irab? Four things, right? Rafa Nasb Khafd, and Jaz. Are we all together, brothers? Al-raf'u, all eight of them, you take them, you can put them under Rafa. And all eight of them take it, put it into Nasb as well. It goes in there as well. Fi'il can't come under a khafd. It's only the six. The Only ism goes under this, khaft, because it's a unique sign for who? Ism. And jazm is only the two verbs that you have. Which is, am I making sense? If I stop here, inshaAllah, I'll take your questions. So, it looks too much information. You guys are overwhelmed. Some of you guys are already losing your hair. Scratching your hair. And by the way, brothers I, and sisters, please listen to this. I mean this when I say this. It's not something you must understand straight away. Ya Ikhwa? It's not going to happen like that. It's, imp- it's rare kind for a person to hear information like that one time and say, it mm, makes sense. Everything makes sense. That's a genius. وَقَلِيلٌ <laughs> Mahom. Uh, very little, huh? Trust me, it just needs repetition. Again, and again, and again. I remember when I first looked at Jerumiah, I was like, what language is this teacher talking? It made no sense to me. I didn't even think he was talking to... Uh, like, I looked at everybody. How is this making sense? What is he talking about? But you go over it again and again, you just don't give up, you'll get there, brothers. Yeah, I tried my best to summarize it to break it down but it's still going to be hard because you know why it's going to be very hard because it's not something you can apply into your day to day life it's theories theories need thinking again it's a different language it's going to be a bit tough but I promise you it's something that can go into your brain finally just don't give up go over it again and again go home watch some videos online see, check it out ask students if, the, if anybody's understood it to go over, over with you and kada. don't give up and definitely I encourage anyone who wants to learn that grammar come to the essential class we will be doing it better we will be doing it better inshallah ta’ala. Which signs? Yeah? We're going to come to that. Tomorrow we're going to see what is a raf'u, what is an what is al khafudu, what is al jazmu. We're going to take that inshallah tomorrow. Hey, yeah? No, it's Mebony. That's Mebni. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Ha. Uh, can you that help us to understand grammar
1: better? And and to, and and that's, the is?
0: Mm. that's the thing in English. I don't know. Oh yeah, I did in online, it's online, on the board. I did one, else. it's on the board. It's 20 something parts, I think, yeah? No, that 15 one is one, I, I'm not using a board. There's one I was using a board, I was writing on the board. Yeah, it's a shala, I was teaching. So I stood up, I wrote, it, I, wrote it, I wrote it, I wrote it, I wrote it, you know how many people used to come to that class? Three, 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 two, three or four people he used to be in London 7 o'clock in the morning every day every day we used to do it 7.30 in the morning three or four people used to come I mean of course people are working they got work to go to in the morning I shouldn't paint it like no one wants to learn but we still was doing it like four people even if the number is very little it doesn't matter even if it's two people my brothers it gets you know what it becomes later Leather, joy it becomes joy the more you go up you start enjoying it you start liking the idea of teasing your mind huh who's good at maths who likes numbers and good at maths put your hand up hey who's good at maths Yeah, you're good at everything and <laughs> Hey, put your hand up who likes numbers Anyone who, who loves numbers and likes work, grammar is for you, brothers. It's the same concept as uh, numbers. Grammar is the same. Am I right? Say that. Yeah? Who? who am I right? Um, it's similar, right? A random word is missing. Even subhanAllah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's funny because I don't know why I call it. I call maths numbers. It's, you're, now it's letters as well. You're looking for Y or X. The minute I realised that it stopped becoming uh, numbers and it turned into letters, that's when it became more confusing. Uh, so all day you're looking for where Y went, what is Y doing, and then X comes. and Who are you? <laughs> but it's the same concept. The concept of um, maths is same. Like Nahu is random changing. Oh, I but I thought I don't. This doesn't make sense to me. How did this happen? I thought this was what it was. Ha! You like remember? If you do one mistake in a principle that you took, you you went, you jumped it. That's the same with maths, right? If you forget one number wrong, what happens? The answer is never going to be right. It's not going to be right. If you miss a number. The Besmela. Yeah, okay. Let's do the I'raab of the Besmela. Should we do it? Okay, let's start with the Ba. What's the I'raab of the Ba? There are many views regarding the Ba. Is it Ba'ul Ilhaq? Is it Ilsaq? Is it, let's just say, it's the bat here is for bat ulil is ti'ana. Haye? Hey, yeah. But it's a half So we say, Bis milahi. Milahi is a what? Is milahi is a what? Is a majroor, wa alama tu jarihi, al kasratun, wa fi akhirihi. Because of the half ujar before it. Allah is what? Loftul jalala. Haye? It's a mudaf. Are we together? It's mudafun ilay, sorry. It's a mudafun ilay. مجرور وعلامة جَرِّهِ ar Al-Rahman is what? It's a Na'at. The Na'at Sifa is the same. Na'at and Sifa are the same. al It takes the Man'ut. The, the one that before it, al Man'ut. Because we're going to take it soon, inshallah, it's called Tawabi' The Badal and the Na'at and the Atfu. We're going to take that, inshallah, on the Tawqeed. So Al-Rahmani is a Na'at. And Al-Rahim is also a Anat. Walidali Ka'ar Bismillahir Rahman Rahim has all of the types of khafta. The irafa, the harfujar, ismujaru, sorry, and the tawabi' We'll together. I can go into more details, like in this is the most basic way of doing Arabic. of it. But by the way, that debate, this is not the this is not the answer they wanted. They were looking for deep discussion. They want the proper. Proper observation because remember, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim The Arab that you need to go into is, <laughs> and one of the things my sheikh did, may Allah grant him, don't it's amazing. Is that when we started Ajrumiya, he did Arab of the Basmalah, but on a basic level. We went to Mutamima, he built it more than more Arab of it. We came to Qatrun Nada, he went even more. When he came to Alfia, he applied everything on it. And so for the first hour it was just the arab of the best for Al Malik. Are we all together, brothers? One of the biggest discussions is Bismillah Rahman al-Rahim. In the name of Allah. yeah. Hey, is it in the name of Allah I start? Is the fi'il that's hidden here? There's a fi'il hidden here, which is muqaddar? What is that fi'il? Is it m- a fi'l which is am or is it fi'l which is khas? So can you say bismillah abda'u and make that verb general? Or is it, is, it, is, it is it ism that's hidden not a noun? Like iqra' bismi rabbikal Is it a noun that's hidden or is it a verb that's hidden? That itself is like two, three pages discussion. And then, okay, okay, a verb's hidden. What type of verb is it? Is it a general verb? Or, like, for example, if I'm reading the Quran, can I say, Bismillahi abtadiu, Bismillahi I start? Or do you say, Bismillahi aqra'u? Because it's specifically reading. When you're sleeping, Bismillahi anamu. Or can you just say, Bismillahi abda'u? Do you make that verb general or not? If you look at it, Shaykh bin Uthaymeen does an iraab of it in three Usul, if you get it. Sah? Thalatul Sheikh Mu'uthimi did a bit of Arab on it. But, brothers, you shouldn't just know the Arab of Bismillah al rahman al rahim Rather, you should know the Arab of also the Fatiha. Yeah? So, that's what we should work towards, inshallah ta'ala. Any other question? Ha. Is it possible to understand for people
1: who
0: don't know Arabic? Yeah. Can someone who doesn't know the Arabic language understand Adrumiya? Yes. He can. This is one of the things I think it's important that the people understand is that speaking Arabic has nothing to do with known grammar. There are some people who cannot speak the Arabic language at all and they will never ever do a grammatical mistake if they read a book. Those are two different things. And there are people who speak Arabic so fluently this is their language but they cannot grammatically analyze anything. These are two different sciences. Two different things. (laughs) The essence of a language is to speak it. Okay? So that's why I encourage people to learn uh, the Medina books, for example. They help you a lot. And the Medina books help you to go to the shop and buy food. (laughs) Jirumi is not going to help you to go and buy food. Because it's not going to give you vocabulary. It's just going to correct the vocabulary that you have. It's going to tell you how to say it properly. So you need to have another place where you get that language from, that vocabulary and speech and everything. Brothers and sisters, language is divided into four. Or two. Receptive skills and productive skills. Are we all together, brothers? The receptive skills, which means what you receive, and then the productive skills is what you produce. The receptive skills is the uh, listening skills where the person listens, and the reading skills. It's receptive. You just take things in. The productive skills, which is the hardest. Majority of the people will tell you, I know a language. They'll tell you, like you know a lot of people who, sp- who speak, don't, don't know English. But they'll say to you, I understood everything this person was saying. Or they don't speak Arabic properly. They go to the shop. They know everything that was said. Their listening skills is good. If they read some way they can understand it but they lack the productive skills, meaning they can't produce anything. So they lack the speaking and the writing. And whenever you're learning language, you always need to strengthen those four skills. Your speaking skills, your writing skills, your listening skills, and your reading skills. Are we all together, brothers? And a teacher who's teaching you a language, he always focuses on making sure that he strengthens all of those four four skills. Am I making sense? That's why uh, when I was studying university, Um, linguistics. One of the the benefits I took from it was, this is what I wanted to do, language, teach language, right? It came handy when I was teaching grammar. One of the things that you need to understand is, language is um, an innate thing. Something Allah created us with. Children don't go to school to speak. They look at everybody, and they know it. They talk. Speaking is something Allah gives children innate. Language is acquired, and it's not learnt. Does that make sense? Yeah? Do you guys get the point? The difference between the two. Acquiring is something that comes by, by natural. and just comes naturally. I think it was Finland or somewhere in, in Europe. I think it's Finland. Don't quote me, okay? Don't quote me. But check it out. There's a place in Europe, I think it was Finland if I'm not wrong. They basically ba- banned a classroom construction in teaching. They said it's banned. The reason is because they said this is not a natural way of learning. People don't acquire knowledge like this, where the student sits and the teacher goes to the board and writes. So they said language or knowledge or everything needs to be brought about in a natural way. In a way, I agree. In a way, I don't agree. Are we all together? To an extent, I agree. I see where they, what they mean by that. For so example, somebody is learning all day uh, grammar. But then when he goes out of the classroom, he doesn't have anywhere where he can apply it on. So it just becomes things that are buzzing through his head. And it just becomes abstract knowledge. To an extent, it has to be applicable in his life. Does that make sense? Anyways, the point I'm saying to you is, one of the greatest things Allah gave us subhanahu wa ta'ala is the knowledge of knowing, having language. That's the first thing Allah praised Nabi <laughs> Adam for. <laughs> Adam was not a doctor when he came out he did none of that what was he? language are we all together brothers? language so I remember when I was doing my dissertation I wrote on code switching why people do code switching sometimes you speak in English and you take that when you go to Urdu again and they come back to English again you switch your language straight away sometimes we do it in our language people code switch and where that comes from and the psychology behind it. The point I'm saying to you is a language actually strengthens a person's Aqeedah or it weakens a person's Aqeedah. The power that language has on people is so powerful. The w- words and the way they affect your thinking process and it also affect, affects your Aqeedah. Are we all together? Are you with me brothers? look at a Arab who's a non-Muslim. A Coptic Christian in Egypt and a Christian in the West. When they both meet each other, their values are not the same. Are we all together brothers? Both Christians. Both don't believe in Islam as a religion. Are we all together? But because of the language that they speak and of course the culture that they come from is two different mindsets and the, what they value and what they see different. huh? So, I'm telling you, Imam Ahmed Muhammad, he said, learn the Arabic language for verily, it brings about bravery and courage and morality comes from the Arabic language, he said. (laughs) Are you with me, brothers? The Arabic language, it brings about this. Whereas the English language brings about some other ways. It brings... (laughs) Only Allah knows. Anyways Any other final question? Final question Hey yeah. uh, In what basis The plural For example Muslimun Muslimin Both are
1: for
0: uh, Yeah Yeah for So the question The brother is asking is, is we have the word Muslimuna And Muslimina When do you use Muslimuna And when do you use Muslimina Al-Muslimuna Is used for a We'll speak about that tomorrow, inshallah. That's where it comes tomorrow. Are we all together? And what's the difference between Muslimina and Muslimaini? Both in which they finish with Ya and Noon at the ending. What's the difference between the two? We will speak about that tomorrow, inshallah. Subhanak Allah, may be Hamdik, Ashadu Allah, إِلَّا illallah,